Hey y'all, I'm your host Jana, and welcome to this week's episode of Advance Your Belly Dance, a weekly podcast all about business for belly dancers. You guys, this is the 100th episode of the podcast, and whether you've been with me from the beginning or just now joining in, I want to thank you so much for your support. The point of this podcast was to bring business tips to belly dancers to help create a well-rounded, honest business you can feel good about and thrive in and not just survive. I try and share info I wished someone would talk about when I started 13 years ago. I couldn't be more thankful for you all. This year is my 13th year dancing, and man, does time fly. There have been a lot of ups and downs, and I'm going to share three key lessons I had to learn these last 13 years, and I hope these lessons can help you too. Number one, investing in myself was and still is the best decision I've made. When I first started dancing, I was 17, going to school full-time and working two jobs, but because I had no real financial responsibility, the majority of the money I made went back into my dance education. I took every workshop and class imaginable and it helped my technique tremendously. It also helped me network more naturally by forming friendships with other dancers at festivals, which helped me uh, to create work opportunities down the line. Now being an adult, obviously my financial responsibilities and time management have changed. I've moved back to Europe nine years ago completely on my own, changing countries twice and moving apartments at least five times. I can't say I have the same luxury of free time I had even when I was still a teenager, but I do set aside a monthly budget and goal for myself in putting back into my business. Anything made for my dance business, be it uh, DVD sales, online courses, or live workshops, I set aside a development budget. After expenses and 30% set aside for taxes, whatever is left over goes back into my business development budget, which can include anything for um, from workshops, classes, mentoring, or coaching, and that's on top of what I set aside monthly from my day job. If you have a day job, one thing you can do is budget even a little bit every month to go back into your dance development. You'll thank yourself later that you not only made the time for it, but are also putting money back into yourself. Number two, building a business led by passion makes it less boring. I have to admit, I do have a day job, as I've mentioned. I actually really like and I love the company. I spend 40 hours a week of my life there, so I make sure to enjoy every hour, because why not? If I'm already spending 40 hours a week of my life there, why would I not enjoy it? But I know in my heart of hearts, teaching dance is what I'm meant to do. I made the decision a long time ago in order to remove stress from my life and not lose sight of my goals in dance that taking up a day job that doesn't kill my soul (laughs) is a temporary solution to help me achieve a long-term goal. I do what I have to now so I can do what I want to later. It took a lot of pride swallowing in order to get to this point, but I know myself. I stress easily and not having a well-padded emergency fund will kill any joy I could feel from being my own boss full-time. Working on this podcast and newsletter, my courses and workshops, it never gets boring for me because I truly want to help you all improve not only your dance technique, but also your historical understanding of the dance and how to make it your own. Number three, you don't have to follow the herd. I wish someone had told me that I could still do my own thing without having to follow the crowd, that I didn't have to look a certain way or be a certain way or dance with a certain group in order to do what I wanted to do. A lot of frustration early on in my dance career was feeling that I wasn't good enough because opportunities were passing me by or I was being compared to others. But now, not only do I not think about that, I think about how nobody owes me anything and all you can do is the best that you can with the tools and situations that you're 
currently facing. And now when I face any type of rejection, I think to myself, at least I tried and it will only open up better doors for me to try something else instead. If you're a fan, I would kindly ask you to please give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes and leave a comment with your favorite episode and how it helped you. Thanks so much for listening and until next time.